Welcome to Chapter 4 of the Kinsman Die Podcast, home of fantasy fiction based on Norse mythology that's written and read by me, Matt Bishop. I've written two novels, Kinsman Die and Dark Grows the Sun. They are the first two books in my series called And the Heavens Burn. In this podcast, I will read both books and, when it's finally finished, that third concluding book in the series. My goal is to share my love of Norse mythology and, obviously, my books. I believe I've done something unique when it comes to the retelling of those old stories because the point-of-view characters in my books are the Asir themselves. In Chapter 3, for example, we met Odin, who chatted awkwardly with his wife Frigg and was then interrupted by his drunk cousin Heimdall. In this chapter, we will meet Hodor, son of Odin and Frigg. Everything you'll hear is based on my interpretation of the source materials, the Poetic Edda and the Prose Edda, along with a stack of books that discuss the myths and another stack of academic articles that do the same. I'm planning to read one chapter per week. Every five episodes will be a combination recap and explication of how I incorporated the myths and why I made the choices I did, without spoilers. So, my friends, keep in mind that this Hoder ain't holding nobody's door. Let's do this. Chapter 4. Hoder. The metal butt of Hoder's spear thudded dully against the old bridge's timbers. Kona's hooves clumped beside him, his own feet a tired shuffle. The old, withered fruit, still golden and heavy in its bag, thumped against his thigh with every step. At two hundred paces, Hoder clucked his tongue and tapped his way across to the bridge's rail. He reached and ran his hand along the smooth, thick wood, then wrapped Kona's reins around it. It was another mild winter day. Saul was warm on his upturned face. Small birds fluttered and chirped around him. Perhaps they thought he had seeds for them. Trade traffic was beginning to pick up. Asser feet tramped, the rhythm-conjuring days long past on a different bridge. Cartwheels rumbled past like storm clouds. Horses' hooves fell, heavy and distinct, like strikes of his brother's hammer. But the rumbling of the bridge was not Thor summoning a storm. The sharper raps were not the lightning strikes of his hammer. And the tramp of feet was not those of his youthful comrades as he fought in the shield wall. Hoder sighed and turned around to gaze, unseeing, down at the Ifing's frozen waters. The broad river gurgled faintly around the bridge's stone supports, but everywhere else it remained silent, frozen. On impulse, Hoda withdrew the fruit from his bag and took a large, crunching bite. A warm glow spread from his stomach. He turned his back to the traffic on the bridge and took another bite, and another, hardly pausing to chew before swallowing. Juices ran into his beard and he wiped at them with one sleeve. The glow in his belly became a fire. Another bite, and another. The fire became a forge's blaze. He became the scrap of sky metal pounded beneath the smith's hammer. His heart became that hammer. Bang, ting, ting. Bang, ting, ting. The noise of the traffic behind him vanished. His grip on the rail made the wood creak. Beneath that hammer, his ears sloughed away. His back straightened, the ache in his knees faded, his hearing sharpened, but his eyes. Sharp knives of pain dug at the burns from the snow bear's venom. His hands trembled and shook as he remembered his last sight, the spittle dripping from the beast's jaws. A small remainder of the fruit tumbled from his hand to the river below. He heard it hit the ice. Birds chirped angrily at him, their wings fluttering as they dove for the prize. It would be their best meal ever. 
As the pain faded and the memory slipped back to whatever cave he kept it locked in, the itch slithered out. Always that itch of burned-out eyes, and always the hope that maybe this time Yggdrasil's fruit might have restored what the beast had taken. This time was no different. His hand darted up and felt beneath the scrap of cloth covering thick scars. Hope welled and gurgled in his chest. But no. His fingers met only rough skin and deep hollows. He slammed a fist against the wooden rail. It cracked. Hey! You there. What's going on? It was only one of the bridge's wardens. Hopefully, Alara's brother. Hoder hung his head and sighed. What's going on over here? The warden's footsteps thudded closer. The voice did sound like Laban. Turn around so I can see you. Hoder straightened, spread his hands, palm outward, and turned. Is that you, Levin? I'll pay for the damage. Seems I found a bit of rot in the timbers. I'm sorry. Flavin sounded surprised. Master Hoder? Alara said you weren't due back for another pair of nights. I left early. Hoder smiled and pawed the air in search of Kona's reins. I made those trades she asked for. Is everything all right? You seemed upset just then. Hoder gestured toward the cloth covering his ruined eyes. Sometimes they hurt. I'm happy to pay for that damage. No, no, that won't be necessary. This old bridge needs so much work anyway. Hoder could almost hear the man waving his hand in the air. And I'm sorry to hear it. I didn't mean to pry. Think nothing of it, Hoder said. He wrapped Kona's reins around his hand and stepped close to her head. Amazes me how well you get around, Laban said. Hoder heard him step backward. You headed back to the wayhouse? I couldn't do it without her, Hoder said, stroking Kona's nose, nor without your sister, if I'm honest. And he was Hoder. Wasn't he always honest? To others, maybe. Well, folks, that was Chapter 4 of Kinsman Die. I hope you enjoyed it. We met blind Hoder, son of Odin and Frigg, as he ate and was made young again by Yggdrasil's fruit. I'm a big believer in value for value, so I have several requests. Please leave a review on whatever podcast app or platform you use. They really help. And please share the podcast. That also helps a ton. And finally, please consider supporting my work by buying my books on Amazon or in some other way. Likes, follows, Patreon, locals, a boost through the Lightning, Bitcoin Network, etc. I'd also enjoy hearing from you. You can email me at mattbishopwrites at gmail.com. And with that, I will leave you with this thought from the sayings of the High One, Odin himself. And as always, this is the Bellows translation available on Sacred Texts. Verse 4. Water and towels and welcoming speech should he find who comes to the feast. If for now he would get, and again be greeted wisely and well must he act. <laughs>